Welcome to Sundogs Present Local Vibes. We are Sundogs, your two favorite canines, a.k.a. good boys, a.k.a. your mama's favorite mutts. I'd like to welcome you to the weekend and welcome you to the show, the, your favorite broadcast podcast. That's right. You can follow us at Sundogs TC pretty much everywhere. In the studio today, we've got Ratliff. Ratliff. Yeah, Thank you for coming in. You can follow him on, uh, well, you can find his music anywhere, R-A-T-L-I-F-F. Yeah, one L, one T, two Fs. Yes. I've yes. had trouble spelling it all week, but <laughs> that's how you actually spell there it. There you go. And then the uh, Instagram and whatnot is uh, underscores between all the letters of Ratliff. It stands out so much. Yeah. On TikTok, it's Ratliff7. Again, yep. with the underscores, but not underscore between the last F and the 7. And then the YouTube channel, easy, just Ratliff. All caps. All caps. Um, you can stream his discography uh, predominantly on YouTube. Yeah, that's uh, kind of just where it is right now. That's awesome. Easy. Yeah, super easy. Um, we'll be getting the origin story and chatting about what's on the horizon here in just a few minutes. Uh, last interview we had, we were sitting down with Nerd D. Oh yeah. Um, got, we got to chat with him about his uh, his dual project as well as his most recent project, mixtape three colon just for fun. Cool. Next week we've got Q T in the studio. Yeah, can't wait. A uh, reminder that our shows are live on Fridays from six to seven, and uh, that's when you would want to call in on Give the us studio a radio phone. 651-313-5125. Again, the studio line, not my cell phone, the studio line, 651-313-5125. Ask Ratliff a question. Maybe he's got uh, some honeymoon plans he can give you because you're... Uh, drawing a blank. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully you're not drawing a Too blank on pressure. the... Uh, exactly, on the yeah. honeymoon More night. Counts. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. um, more information can be found on Instagram at SundogsTC as well as at Ratliff with underscores. So this is R <laughs> underscore A underscore T underscore L underscore I underscore F underscore F. Yep. Um, it's as easy as that. It's as easy as that. And I think as uh, soon as you get to a third underscore, it'll just pop up. It'll yes. just pop right up. Exactly. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. It's that easy. Again, you can find his music on YouTube. We've. Uh, We've got all the info, all the business, as they like to say, out of the way, and we're going to dive on in. Yes, thanks again for coming. Uh, the first question that we like to ask on the show, especially the first time we have a guest on, is uh, the origin story. We were kind of talking before the show a little bit about like your early musical influences, so maybe start from there. You, were, you sang a lot as a kid. Yeah, yeah, I, I sang a lot as a kid. Um, just being like a happy kid, you know? <laughs> um, but uh, I would say I, I really didn't take like a interest in music until I was like 16 or 17 is when I thought like maybe I could do it. Mm. To like make music. Yeah. yeah, to make music. Cause as a kid, I, I wanted to act. That was what I wanted to do was be okay. in movies. But who are some of your biggest acting influences? Oh, uh, like uh, Christian Bale is probably my favorite actor. Okay. Like, Very versatile. Yeah. I, I also like like Tom Hanks and Michael B. Jordan's really great. Mm. Um, but uh, It shifted from acting to music. rock star. 
Yeah, because, <laughs> like, when I went to college, um, I only went to college for a year. My goal was to go to college, get a job out of that, then go use that job to pay for film school. Okay, yeah. But when I saw how hard it was to get into film school, because I used to be part of this program called SPNN, and that was building up my uh, resume for film school, oh. I had nowhere near enough. Oh, like, okay, just like a v short films made, music videos yeah, directed, okay. It was just not enough. And so, like, I wasn't really getting any replies back and whatever, and I, I just didn't feel like it was worth pursuing anymore. Mm. When, uh, on the other end, I was getting a lot of people that were telling me to pursue music. Like your family, your friends, random people? Kind of all around the place. Like, I used to just freestyle for fun with people. Uh, I used to, I, I'm always writing. I used to just write all the time, and people were like, dude, you should, you should get in the studio and check it out, you know? So then when I did that, it, it bit me. <laughs> I got bit by the and bug. you're saying 16, 17 was when you got in the studio for the first time? Um, or no, just when no. you made the mental decision um, to pursue music versus acting. I, w I was about 18 when I, I realized like I was going to pursue music. Because I, I, I was like, it was there. It was like, oh, maybe I could do this. Because, you know, like a lot of actors, they can sing or they can dance. They're multi-talented. But like it was probably around mid first semester that I realized like I'm not going to get into film school and I'm tired of doing pursuing my AAS degree at St. Paul College. You know, school's not for me. I've never been a good student. Mm. I was like, why? So I, I was like, I'll finish out the semester and I, I'm not going to come back the next year. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, well, if I don't come back, I got to have something I pursue. So I was about 18 when I was like, okay, I'm going to just try to figure out music and see if that sticks with me. Huge turning point. When from then to your first time recording something not necessarily in the studio but even like on your laptop or on your phone when was that how long was that time period from the decision oh. to capturing your voice over a beat i uh i was about 18 probably uh turning uh, yeah about 18 winter of 2015 my friend adam who goes by adman uh had a studio in his house nothing crazy but uh i came over and recorded a few times with him and we used to throw, well, he used to throw these wild parties and everybody would freestyle and get crazy. Oh. I started going over there after the parties and stuff just to record with him. And it was like, okay, I like this a little bit more. It was mostly actually the performing aspect that like caught me, like open mics and stuff that really like. In front of people. Yeah. Even, yeah, really even on a one me. foot stage, people listen when you have the mic. And there's yeah. something about that that's yeah. very tantalizing. Right. Oh yeah. Even at a house party. I yeah. mean it's exactly. uh, and I'm taking that energy immediately going into the studio, I'm sure it was very beneficial. Very. Can we still listen to any of those uh, demo tracks you made in, at his house? Or well, they... And did you have any other uh rapper names that you went by? <laughs> yeah, what are, we what's the timeline? We like to get those so, as well. So many. Um Started the first as what? So the first one back in like 2016 when I started going to open mics was Catawampus. <laughs> Catawampus, like Kitty Wampus? Yeah. Because <laughs> I was I was so offbeat. Mm. And like it, it was because like one, I, I would freestyle and then remember my freestyles. I wanted to sound different because back in like 2016, 
you know, if you came and sounded like any other artist, they weren't going to let you go up there. You had to sound different, at least in the community, like the environment I, I was around. That was like, oh, it's something that's supposed to be disorganized. Like, that's, you know, but... Uh, Intentionally chaotic. Yeah. yeah. Then that changed when my, my guy, Adman, and I started, I started getting him to come out to open mics. So when me and him would go up on stage together, and that was SR and Adman. And then one day, about 2016 or so, September, he couldn't make it. So I had, I had already had our names up on the board. I couldn't erase it, so I wrote down my middle name, Byron, trying mm. to just say I'm one person, one act. But then the, at, the host said SR Byron, and then that was my name for like a long time. That's not yeah. bad. And then I, I got rid of that because uh, it just never, it, it didn't catch on with certain people. So I changed it to SRB when I formed this group called Madcap about 2017. And then I got rid of that name around 2018, 2019, because this group called S-O-B-X-R-B-E started blowing up. So when people would look up SRB on SoundCloud, they would come up. So I changed it, and it was actually my my roommate, Abel, who I was living with in 2019, that was like, dude, just use your last name. Mm-hmm. He, so he was like, your last name's unique, so just use your last name. And it that caught on faster than any of the names. Really? Yeah. That's so interesting. You just, you'll never know what name's going to catch, and it's the name that was under your nose the, this yeah. whole time. Yeah, you were saying for the first one, the name kind of reflected the music style. Did you notice your music changing when you went from name to name? Oh, yeah. Just you really utilize the opportunity to rebrand whenever you change the change the name up? Yeah, yeah, because uh, it's actually... So when um, I, I started going as SR Byron back in 2017 or so, I had gone through like a weird phase because like like I said, I used to just freestyle and then I would remember my freestyles. And one day I went up on stage and like I was ready. I had like everything set up. I was like, man, this is going to be my moment, right? Second song in, I'm hearing this dude go, get this dude off stage. Da, da, da. And I'm not thinking about it. Third song in. I got like a whole table to the right of me. They're just like sour. They're they're booing me. They're, yeah, I so I, yeah, I legitimately got booed off stage, and like <laughs> where where was this? It was uh at this open mic called Wild Times. That it doesn't happen anymore, but it was it's near the palace, like literally right next to the palace theater. Okay, and sounds yeah like cutthroat th- cut tough crowd or at yeah. least. Uh, one a, a lean, yeah. lenient bartender, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so tip your bartenders. Um, I got booed off stage. And then the people right after me who are rappers came up. It was like two guys. They're playing this, you know, like heavy trap beat, drill beat, like Chief Keith inspired. Yeah. Everybody loves them. And it was kind of a, a wake-up moment to me. I was like, man, like my style that I was running with at the time wasn't leaning towards good performances. And so I took a break for a while to really just like listen to what was popular, I guess, because like I didn't really listen to a lot of popular rap back then. I was really into like, uh, you know, backpack rap. Yeah, Aesop Rock, MF Doom, like Living Legends. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so I took some time to like just listen to more of like what was popular. And that made me change, like, okay, like, 
I respect this. Like, I get what this is and why they do this or that. Or they can package, you know, some really heady knowledge into yeah. a pop format. Yeah. You know? And it's like, if you listen, if you break down these lyrics, really trying to send a message, but it's catchy and you got this girl singing on the chorus. Yeah. And sometimes it's, it's not even about the message. It's just like, it sounds good. Like Eminem isn't always saying like a message. It so just true. sounds good, right? Yeah, it sounds like, like an instrument. Yeah, exactly. So it like um, it got me out of like this weird mind space I was in, and uh, then I, I I for a while, man, like when I discovered SoundCloud rap and like what SoundCloud was. Yes, I like got so absorbed and just that punk mentality of like the SoundCloud rap of like. It's about catchy, ignorant hooks and, <laughs> you know, just saying whatever and, like, really owning that. I stopped doing that because I, I just don't enjoy performing those songs anymore. It's not, like, the crowd, I'm sure they probably like it, but for me, it's like, it's I don't believe these lyrics anymore. And could you, you know, in some people's wildest dream and some people's worst nightmare... Could you travel the world playing the same 12 songs night after night? Yeah. Even if you didn't believe the lyrics, you know, the, the success would counteract the soul-crushing um, repetition? Yeah, yeah, because it's, it's a job. Like, uh, Okay, gotcha, gotcha. You want the job, you got to want the work, you know? And uh, Perfectly said. I believed them at the point when I wrote them, so... Right. Make the best of it, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I totally get you um, in regards to kind of not adopting a more pop sound, but understanding that people might not be on board with the more avant-garde jazz beat, three, four times signature <laughs> spoken word song. Yeah. So maybe mix a little of the both, split the difference. At least I, I get you where you kind of got smacked in the face with people like the pop stuff. Yeah. More so. Well, times are changing. You yeah, know. definitely. Always. Yeah. yeah. What's Kendrick going to release man. next? Oh, God. How, ja how jazzy will it be? <laughs> five, five years. It's been five years today since Kendrick dropped. Five years. We were talking about that before the show. Are there any teasers? Any breaking news on that? Any singles? I don't know. No singles. It's just, he's just done features. Okay, He's okay. pulling like an Andre. He's just been doing th features. Yeah. Yeah, do whatever you want, man. <laughs> and uh, we're going to take a break here in about a minute. Um, real quick, continue the timeline of names. I think the last one, it was... Oh, oh no, no, no. Yeah, we got up to Ratliff. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Just use your last name. And you've been doing that ever since. Since 2019. That was the one you said blew up the most. Yeah, it's the one that caught on. Nice. And would you say, again... Excuse me. We mentioned earlier that... Um, you know, using the opportunity of a name change as a rebrand, as a style switch up. Do you, would you say the music you're making now under your own surname is the truest music you've ever made? Yeah, it's the best music I've made. Okay, that's yeah. really good to hear. Make sure you follow Ratliff at Ratliff. That's R-A-T-L-I-F-F -F underscores under every single one of the letters. Throughout. Yeah. Follow us at Sundogs TC. Um, we're going to be back here in about two minutes. We're going to be chatting more with Ratliff, um, continuing on up to the present, and hopefully what is on the horizon.
Thank you so much for tuning in to Sundogs Present Local Vibes. We will be right back. Stay with us. Bow wow, baby, bow wow. Oh, welcome back. Oh, excuse me. Welcome back to Sundogs Present Local Vibes. We are sitting down with his eminence, Ratliff, <laughs> who has just uh, kind of given us all the origin story of the, the many different names, the many different uh, epiphanies, I think. You at least dropped like two or three major epiphanies yeah. in, the, in the journey. Um, mm. um, during the break, you were talking about uh, the Urban Lights open mic. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you were at that just yesterday. Yeah, I was. I was saying that you could have maybe brought it if you weren't as tired. Yeah, yeah, I was. I was really tired, man. I work. Uh, I work night shifts, so I, I start mm. work at eight p.m. and I get off at six thirty. And I'm also like an insomniac, <laughs> so I'm, like I'm, I can relate. Yeah, I go through phases where it's like I only get two hours, maybe three hours of sleep, and tough to do. Yeah, dude, it's so. You just you just learn to deal with it. What um yeah, what are your uh, caffeine habits? Oh. Do you enjoy like a cup of coffee or a coke or Yeah, yeah. I'll drink like a two cups of coffee when I wake up and then I'll wait like six to eight hours before I have any more caffeine. Um but sometimes like if I'm just going through a period where it's like dude, it's been two days and I haven't been able to sleep, I might start drinking coffee just so I can like think Ex yeah and and just say okay i'm gonna just deal with it tough it through there's been many studio sessions where i very tired and mumbling mm. and trying my best to get through <laughs> well if anyone has any tips give us a call 651-313-5125 yeah. not just for radliff but for myself and any other artist that may uh, struggle with sleeping to the point of being diagnosed insomniac so um, what about, uh, yeah, you, again, before the show were mentioning, um, video gaming sometimes yeah. helps kind of lull you, lull you out when you can't sleep. Um, how difficult is it to try and create when your brain just might not work? You know, maybe you've been up for two or three days. Is, does it get frustrating when you want to create something, but the juices just aren't flowing? No, I just, I just learned to, um... I can always fix it later. God, okay. So okay. it's more important, like, I have the idea. So get the idea down and then fix it later. Um, a lot of times where I'll just, I'll write a verse or something. And, like, I know while I'm writing it, these rhymes don't make any sense. These lines don't make any sense. But it's, like, the rhythm is exactly. more important. It's, like, I can fix it later. You know, I can change the word. Pythagorean to empathy later or something, you know. <laughs> Get, <laughs> like, capture the idea. Yeah, that's yeah. where the uh, the voice memos, the voice notes on the phone come in handy. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's a secret. Yeah. Very much. You just yeah, right uh, away when you think of it. Yeah. Capture it, preferably with audio, so you remember the the pattern of how you're saying it. Because yeah. like you're saying, the pattern's more important. The the way you say it. The percussive nature of your words yeah. is more important than the actual words. What um, have you been dabbling in recently? What's uh, on the horizon? 
Music was? Or yeah. not, not even that. Not yeah, even that. Yeah, so we were at the pretty much the name change. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we've now emerged in 2019. The Phoenix is rising from the ashes as Ratliff. Yeah. And what was the first move? Uh, drop a single, drop a whole project? It was kind of a bunch of stuff. Like, it's, it's a long story, but to, like, sum it up, I, I had, like, lost my studio. I had lost a computer that had, like, Two mixtapes essentially of oh, material no, released no, on no, it. Oh no! Yeah, I, like that it hurts. was. It was a lot of. It was years of work, and uh, my group, we kind of just like we're still cool. We're all still friends, but like we kind of realized like the group is not a thing anymore. I started going through the Fifth Element, and and uh, that like re-sparked my energy because there's so many scenes, especially for hip hop in Minnesota. You can be stuck in one and think you've seen it all. Yeah. And then you go to another and realize there's a whole group of people that have been doing their own thing you've never seen. And right. that was the fifth element. I was like, whoa, like, I didn't even know about this whole scene, you know? And that's, that's like, where I met CMJ, like, Uncle T and Nerdy for the first time. And even some people that I'm really cool with today, like Good Boy and Nigel. Yeah. Um, like I met them there. I was yeah. sick. Yeah. And so it was just it was just a grind. Like um I was on SoundCloud for a while and I stopped dropping music on SoundCloud just because I I'm tired of running into people that like wanna hear my music but they don't want to download SoundCloud. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so that's why I moved to YouTube. Mm, it's more universal, e easier yeah. accessible. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people listen to the music on YouTube. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. And oh, yeah. are you just uh, you know just uploading the the video, the audio, or do you are you on the YouTube music as well? Um, I'm not on the YouTube music right now, and it's it's ca because of complicated issues with the beats and licensing. Like uh, YouTube beats, or what's the? Yeah, like internet beats. Because for for a long time, I only knew like two people that made beats mm -hmm. and like a, i didn't even like record on all of them most of my best songs i've recorded are on uh internet beats from like beat stars and whatever okay yeah and, and um like under a, a limited license or yeah so not the unlimited exclusive yeah. 600 dollars license yeah i stopped i stopped buying that it, like because it, what happened to me is i had this song called uh, running down it's on my youtube still and the video's still up on, on the, the the guy who shot the video on his channel but i had that song up and it got copyright claimed flagged by, yeah but i own that beat exclusively mm. and it got copyright claimed and took down and so then, someone sold you a beat they didn't own or something probably and it happened to my last tape uh not my last tape the Crossroads, the first Crossroads mixtape. Oh, only no. four of the songs. I leased all those beats. Only four of the songs made it on streaming. The other three were uh, claimed to have been bought already. That's crazy. So uh, I'm just, uh, after this current project I finished, CR2, I'm done rapping on internet beats because I, I want to own my music uh, and I yeah. want people to hear it in every platform. So I'm just, I'm tired of getting an email saying your song was taken down or Get it, hearing that my song got like 2,000 streams, but I can't collect no any money because it's yeah. demonetized. Because someone 
was evil or like yeah. took it. I don't want to say. I shouldn't say evil, but took malicious. Malicious. Yeah, took advantage of the song writer and performer. I feel like it's a producer's world. It's a publisher's world. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I really respect. I can relate to everything you've just said. So I really respect. Yeah. Um, trying to kind of search for people who make beats, whether it's locally or nationally or internationally, but that you can forge a connection with, an honest connection and a creative connection. Yeah, Just exactly. you guys aren't gonna be uh, screwing each other over. You know, yeah. we, you both want the same goal, so why not mutually benefit each other and exactly. please don't sell this beat to anyone else. <laughs> I'm, yeah. your, I'm your buddy from America, please don't. <laughs> please actually own this beat. Please actually own this beat. Yeah, own your music. It's it's so important, man, to just own your music. So you said there was an issue on the Crossroads mixtape and CR2, or...? Yeah, so... Yeah, because Crossroads, all those beats I found through the internet, I've leased all of them and, you know, whatever, whatever, bought unlimited stuff for most of them, but other people are still allowed to lease the beat once you've leased it, unless you buy the exclusive. Precisely. And like a lot of times what they want for the exclusive is like $2,000, $3,000. It's like, bro, I don't, I can't give you a car for a beat. Like, let's work something out and we can split it, you know, 50-50, right. you know. I make 100, then I'll split it, you know, you get 50, I get 50. Exactly, but, that's ideal. And it's yeah. easier to do that with people you know. Yeah. But the producers, I get why they do it, because they they don't know, like, they might be, like, they're sitting there like, hey, this guy, this guy could be somebody famous. Like, this guy could be getting this beat and then give it to Drake or something. Yeah. And Drake can pay 50K for a beat. You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's money yeah. mind, money mindset, excuse me. Yeah, because they don't, they don't know you, you know? Right. Versus somebody locally, like, um, Oz, for example, I haven't met Oz yet, but I know he's here in Minnesota and I, I mess with his beats. That guy's not gonna, that guy knows who I am, you know? Mm -hmm. He's not gonna like ask you to pay $2,000 for a beat. Yeah. But also be, you know, renting it to five other people for <laughs> yeah. $20 a month, you know? Yeah. <laughs> or whatever, yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. That's wild. <laughs> so, to, to any, yeah, any, uh, condensed advice you can perhaps give to up-and-coming artists in mm. regards to beats you know they maybe they're good for practicing but yeah there's there's nothing wrong with getting a internet beat and putting it up on like soundcloud or youtube just like here's a song here's a freestyle right you gotta put out content yeah. if you're not putting out content people forget who you are but like save your your best song save your re like your good stuff for the stuff you're actually going to own because then you're going to be in this predicament where you got this this song blowing up but somebody else is collecting your checks and the bigger the song gets the worse and worse the discrepancy or the mistake gets. yeah so if the song blows up then you know oh, Bob, yeah. bobby johnson who is still leasing you the beat <laughs> gets the four million dollars in royalties yes. and you don't get anything yeah yeah at that point you got to get a entertainment lawyer you got to fix yeah. that yeah it's expensive uh, mistakes yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, but easily avoidable oh you yeah know, if you have that trust that partnership that 50 50 split from the get-go right 
there shouldn't yeah. be any problems because you both understand this song could make a million dollars. So yeah. why wouldn't we split it, you know, oh, yeah. equally or equi equably or whatever, yeah. fairly? Yeah, yeah, it's business. You know, as, as much as we like making music for the art, you, you got to understand the business. Like, for example, if I make if I make a song, it's me, the producer, maybe the producer had another producer. They also may have had somebody mix and master that beat. Then there's the guy that's recording me, who's mixing and mastering me. That's five people yeah. already in there. So, you know, it, you got, essentially, you employed five people to make a product. Yeah. I, I don't work for free. Precisely. They do, don't work for free. Yeah, and it's, do they want to be paid now or later? Exactly. It's, like give, give me 20 bucks now or yeah. give me 20% of the song that could make a million dollars. Yeah, but it's, it's much smarter for the artist, not not trying to like cut anybody out no, of anything, no, no. but it's much smarter for the artist to buy now because all that money it makes later is going to come directly to you. Yeah. Right. But like, so you could pay a writer as a studio musician. You could pay the engineer right away. Yeah. And not be giving up percentages of your songs. Yeah, precisely. They're all your. And when if it doesn't make the money, you take the hit. That's that's how Jay Z got rich. Owner. He no. owns it. That's key. Yeah. The the legal and the clerical side of things is fifty percent. I mean, good business is an art. Precisely, yeah. precisely. Yeah. But but covering your butt as early as possible, so you yeah. don't get duped. And again, so these little mistakes or these little malices, whatever you want to call it, don't just keep getting bigger and snowball and snowball. Yeah. And but just to throw in the devil on the shoulder uh, perspective, some people are like. Uh, you know, steal beats till you get sued. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They're just like, don't, don't rent, and you know, just like get your name popular. You're not gonna be able to make money off them. Yeah. But uh, you know, don't, don't like lie about owning them. But uh, yeah, just don't let anything stop your creativity. Like, don't let money get in the way of you making good songs. I think that's it's it's just it's got its it's, it's a spectrum. Yeah, whatever, it's a whatever floats sword. exactly. Whatever floats your boat, and whatever yeah. uh, you got the dark side, you got the light side. Yeah, just, just keep try and keep in mind uh, karma. You know. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. as for every song you steal, someone might be stealing your song. It makes yeah. me think of going to these open mics and someone who's not performing, or maybe who didn't get to perform. Wait, having a voice recorder, having their phone open, yeah. and then just stealing this flow from this rapper, stealing the hook. Yeah. Oh my gosh! I, I hook, think hook jacking. I've only heard it like twice. Two two songs locally yeah. that sound very similar. No, <laughs> no. Oh man. That oh. Uh, uh, oh, you think it's funny? You don't know me, money. Mike Dose one. Is, oh, yeah. uh, we gonna get it popping. We gonna get it popping. Instead of you, you think it's funny. You don't know me, money. Oh, uh, I remember and this. There's like two people, and yeah. So that was I was like, who saw who, man? <laughs> or is it yeah. just like it could be coincidence? It could be yeah. Because it hasn't happened. Hasn't yeah. happened so many times. So yeah. Yeah. Has they say um, coincidentally, imitation is the highest form of like flattery. Yeah. Right. And I think it's fine to like musically steal a, a flow. Like if you want to flow like the Migos or whatever, go for it. But it's like you said, it's the lyrics. It's like 
you know, if you say I'm walking in with Jordans, uh, you know, but you can't afford them. And I say, okay, I'm going to change that to I'm walking in with foreigns, but you can't afford them. It's like, okay, bro, you're just, you're just swapping one mm-hmm. word off of the other. You're, you're pretty much taking that dude's yeah. stuff, right? Precise. I mean, and beyond a line or two of a stanza, I think, yeah. I think it's unacceptable. Just, yeah. Yeah, because you or, could go, you know, one, two, three into the four, yeah, and then my own rhyme, you know yeah. what I mean, at but the door. I'm gonna go five, six, <laughs> seven to the eight. Then my, no. yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jerry can still. <laughs> what were you gonna say? Uh, yeah. No, no worries. Um, we got to take a break here in about thirty seconds. If you're just joining us, we are sitting down with Ratliff, um, hey. getting a really, really in-depth look at songwriter empowerment and owning your music owning the beat just to protect yourself because would you rather uh i don't just trying to think of your 60 year old self yeah thinking about your 25 30 year old self it's shaking his fist yeah you know you should you should have signed the document we'll be right back uh sundogs tc if you want to check us out and we're back. Welcome back to Sundogs Present Local Vibes. We are sitting down with Ratliff, who you can follow at Ratliff. R underscore. A uh, <laughs> underscore. Uh, T underscore L underscore I underscore F underscore F. That's on Instagram. On TikTok, it's R underscore A underscore T underscore L underscore I underscore F underscore F7. And on YouTube, the channel is Ratliff. R-A-T-L-I-F-F. And yeah. the, in case you couldn't put it together fast enough uh, with the audio, it's Ratliff with underscores in between the letters uh, on Instagram. We were doing it really Ratliff. fast. Exactly. Ratliff. Ratliff is the name. So. Yeah. <laughs> we, uh, we've got about 21 minutes until cool. we're jumping into the music. Um... So talk a little bit about the the production of those two projects that you that you had mentioned. Yeah, um, I, I consider Crossroads one and two to be like me at coming into becoming my my truest artist. Finally, like at a point where I'm like, okay, I I don't want to like I don't want to sound like somebody else. I want to sound like me. Finding your voice. Yeah, and um. Crossroads started, I started recording that during the pandemic because uh, I didn't have a studio and I was recording at libraries and the projects I was recording at libraries just, they weren't the, to me, they just weren't really good enough to release. And um, then my friend had hooked me up with this studio called Tangerine Records and I did three songs over there and one of them was the song i named earlier called running down and that was catching uh a little bit of 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 a wave and that gave me a lot more confidence to get back into making more music because before i was like i'm just gonna record a few singles and then probably find something else to do with my life but like that actually started catching on with people and wow um after that though i i don't know what happened with uh that recording studio, I know they moved, but I, I never got in contact with them. Oh, crazy. Um, nothing nothing bad, just kind of like life, you know? Yeah, but still, it's just like, oh, did they ever exist? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I can't find them now, you know? Yeah, 
I'm, I'm, I'm sure, sure there are plans in the desert. Through your plans off a little bit. Yeah. You might have had recording time schedule. Excuse me, recording time scheduled or had yeah. planned on scheduling recording time. Yeah. And then uh, I wind up hearing through my fr- uh, friend Isaiah to uh, record with D Mill, and I was like, man, that's probably too expensive because it's DJ D Mill and stuff. And I was like, well, I'll, I'll see. And I hit him up, and it, it, he was like, yeah, just come through. And I did, like, one song, and then I came back next week and did another. And then I just realized, like, man, I like recording with this guy. Yeah. This is, this is the guy. So I recorded uh, Crossroads 1 with him. I did 15 tracks. Whoa. Expecting only to put out three. And then I was, as I was listening what? to it, I cut it down to seven. And it's, I actually, it's funny because I was waiting for the cover art for that tape for months. I had finished that tape like February 2021. It was okay. Crossroads one. Yeah. Yeah. And I was waiting for months and literally literally the day before I turned 24, I got the cover art and I dropped it July 24th. The like literally the day before I turned 24. Whoa, oh, nice. Yeah. What a birthday present. Right? Yeah. yeah. And then Crossroads 2 was just me, I recorded 20 more tracks with uh, D-Mill and just cut it down to 10. And he's producing it? He's producing it and mixing it? He's producing just, it? Just mixing it. Okay, so like yeah. recording and mixing it or just yeah. mixing? Just, just mixing and mastering and recording me. Oh, okay. Yeah. But not producing the beats. There's no. still the internet, or pre- predominantly the internet beats yeah. on those two Crossroads projects, right? Yeah, the one beat that is uh, from a local artist on the tape is track... Uh, track eight uh, called I Don't Know because <laughs> I didn't know what to call it. It's That's produced by Don Julio. Okay. Um, yeah, and I, I got some more stuff recorded on his, his beats that will be coming later for the next tape. I like yeah. to hear that. Um, and then talk about, uh, I don't know, CR2 is Crossroads 2, correct? Yeah. It's just the shorthand. Yeah. Um, what is on the horizon? Um... That you can reveal. I know yeah, exactly. it's sometimes a show business curse to reveal it. Reveal something it when you don't have it set in stone. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I think I can because I, I, be, I believe in manifesting. Yeah. And um, this this third this third tape is it's gonna be like the first one that's actually gonna be on like Spotify, iTunes, like everything. Because you're owning it. I'm gonna own it. Right. It's all all the beats are gonna be local. I'm only only working with guys. Is, from is it going to be called Crossroads Three? Probably not. Okay, just no, this is the working title. Yeah, just because like it would be hard to somebody on Spotify to hear this one and then listen to Crossroads One and Two when it's not on Spotify. Exactly. So it's it's going to have a new name. I don't know yet. Okay. But okay. I'm probably going to make like 30 songs and then cut it down to like 12. Yeah. What do you? What's the benefit of doing that? Do you think? Because some people would say, well, why don't I just make 12 songs? Because uh, you only get the best. Okay, the best really float to the top. The cream and- yeah, yeah. I, I make a lot of music, and I, I will finish everything. Like, even the songs that are bad, I make sure they're at least finished. Yeah. I mm. might come back to it later, but um, it's, it's, it's a working progress, you know, uh, performing tracks, seeing how people... Like um, there's there's a lot of songs on Crossroads too that me personally was like I don't know if this is that good, but when I I, I did it at a show, it's like oh they, they went crazy to that one. 
but they mm. didn't go crazy to the other ones. So, Interesting. Yeah. It reminds me kind of like of uh, writing stand-up comedy. You know, yeah. some people like these jokes, some people don't like these jokes. Yeah. People who've had yeah. three drinks like these jokes. People who are stoned like these jokes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. It's uh, the gorillas work the same way. They'll oh, record yeah, like 45 good. songs and then cut it down to like 21. I love the gorillas. Um, yes. So I, I really respect that work ethic because, I mean, at first glance, uh, a lazy artist would say, why are you spending five times as much time on this? But it, yeah. you get the best. You want yeah. the best and you want to get the, the bad juju out in yeah. these bad songs, you know? Yeah, and... Bad, sorry. I'm no, sure some no. people would dig them. I'm, I'm sure I, you'll release them as B-sides in five years, you know? Well, yeah, there, there's, a, there's a few from this mixtape I'm gonna drop just as singles. Nice. But it's, it's, like, it's like you said, the bad juju, like, you may be... You, re, you, you make what's reflected of your life, right? So you may be going through a point where you're on track, and then next thing you know it, you get some bad news. It doesn't fit with the project. The song yeah. is not bad. It's just you listen to it. You're like, this is for it, something else. Yeah, exactly. Or you know, you may get an experimental itch and want to make a joke song or make something a that super sounds different. Song, yeah, yeah, or something that's just like different. You want to rap like a chipmunk or something. But right. it, like, yeah, do that. Do that. It doesn't have to go on the project, but like, get it out. Yeah, because if you don't get it out, it's gonna be there the whole time <laughs> you know in the back of your mind yeah yeah make that country song yeah exactly make whatever you want i mean CeeLo's most recent album is pretty much a country song which is pretty <laughs> cool i haven't listened to it but uh i all of the producers are like producers of like pop country oh okay and it's uh, the album's called CeeLo green is thomas calloway which is his Interesting. real name um mm. and his project before that Heart Blanche was very a lot more soulful than rap for sure. Because yeah. you think about him in the Goody Mob, and it's just an angry little guy. You know, <laughs> I ain't got no home at all. Yeah. Um, but now you know he's belting out just oh, yeah. uh, choice numbers, as they like to say. Yeah. So yeah, push your boundaries. It doesn't always have to be released on the album. You said, but get it out. Get it out of your system. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, yeah, you're blowing my mind with uh, uh, D-Mail engineering your stuff. Oh, what, yeah. uh, what, uh, what, what works well with you two together? Is he, like, making your voice sound, like, just how you want it? Or is it, like, he knows how to be like, hey, you should try it like this? Or, like, what is it about working with him that you like? Is it just, like, a cool, cool-looking studio? Like, what a... Or is he just a pushover and he'll do whatever you want? <laughs> no. Listens to um, exactly what you say. You know? He's a, he's got a very very strong work ethic, mm. and it's like he'll make time. You know, if you come correct, he makes time for it uh, for for a certain artists and and pretty much everybody. He gives everybody a chance. He's also just um, he's a very genuine dude. You know, and it's I've I've worked with so many people that like they're so nice to you up front. You can never get your song emailed to to you. You know, like they'll mm. never send you your track. You gotta book a second session just for that. You know, they're all at the end of the day, they're they're not really for you, type of thing. Or like they're showing other people your songs behind your back and letting people steal your stuff or whatever. Mm. I, I remember 
the like probably the third session I ever booked that was this was a long time ago, like 2017. The guy was offering me um to listen to other people's songs. <laughs> and yeah. I was like, I'm never songs. gonna come back here. Yeah, literally. I like, never how, can did. I, how can I trust you now? Yeah. I never came back. Oh, that's gonna give me nightmares. Yeah. That's that's bad. That's not what I want to hear. And you said he's a pretty genuine dude. Is your guy's rapport pretty chill? You know, you don't take anything too personally if he says, like, that's terrible. You know, maybe you should yeah. take a break or maybe you should try it yeah. lower and slower. Oh, yeah. He gives me feedback like that. Cool. Yeah. Cool. All the time. And, you know, um, he, he's definitely got an ear for stuff like that. He'll be like, this verse is better than that one or this take is better than that take or. You know, you should think about this song this way. And yeah. like, he's got a good ear for it. Nice. Yeah. That's that, huge. That's blown my mind. I didn't know he recorded people. That <laughs> just shows you how, it, you know, head in the clouds you can be or how into one group you could be without realizing what other people are doing, like you were saying. Where it's like, yeah. it's so entrenched in one scene that you don't know what's going around around you. Yeah. Are you going to be working with him on this upcoming project? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we've already Excellent. started. Yeah. Already started? I'd love to hear yeah. it. Oh, my gosh. We'll have to have you back on the show to, to promote that. Yeah. yeah, definitely. That's so exciting. Yeah. Um, we're running out of time, though. Right. So our uh, producer was saying that the, what was the song, um, Better Things... Uh, had swearing in it, so we're not gonna be able to play what? that What? No, I, I, I cut the swearing out, didn't I? We, um, they were saying, so, it's like almost inaudible. When, when they showed me, I was very questionable, but it would sound like, uh, an MF. You know, mother blanker, very, 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 very uh, subtly. I've no, I didn't say that. In the background. No, you I, didn't say it. The gir the French sample didn't say it, but there's like a third sample, I think. Oh, I get that, like, DJ script. Oh. Exactly. It's kind of like Hype Man, and I think there's an MF in there. Oh, um, but we've got Blossom. Right. Yeah. And we're going to play that in record. about uh, 30 seconds. Any, what was going through your mind when you wrote this? I wanted to write a positive love song. It's not about anybody. It was just me challenging myself to make a love song that was positive. <laughs> That's nice. all. And it came out pretty good. People like it. Yeah, I really like it. And I think you guys will too. Thank you so much for coming yeah, in. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, we'll definitely have you on again for the next, the Untitled oh, Project, yeah. yes. the, local, the local producer project. Oh, oh yeah. this is a Blossom by Ratliff here on Sundogs Present. Local Vibes. See you next week. She want me on the low, she got me on the head, doesn't want me for the dough. She want me in a bed, she want me for the love, she wanna be the one She want me on the low, she got me on her head, doesn't want me for the dough She want me in a bed, she want me for the love, she wanna be the one Baby girl, I was making you blush Acting like you're busy was the way that you run Cause you couldn't talk to me from the very jump You used to stumble over words trying to say what's up 
That look like a bad boy, but I'm not You know I'm not smooth, cause I slip a lot You know my first girlfriend was some silly thought She didn't understand what she really got Little details got us hanging on the lodo We broke the ice and we started hanging on the real phone Hours and days losing sleep on the cell phone And that's all the things, yeah we know how it all goes uh. So it's been a little while Our little meetups turning into bigger smiles Now we closer than the friends that we keep around Talk about get a place for a couple thousand She want me on the low, she got me on the head Doesn't want me for the dough she want me in a bed, she want me for the love, she wanna be the one She want me on the low, she got me on her head, doesn't want me for the dough She want me in a bed, she want me for the love, she wanna be the one it's been a minute, I put a lot of distance when I am receiving Nervous emotions, I'm not used to being anxious I'm way too honest, secret slipping conversation I should have never told you all the things I was thinking But I'm an open book that you wound up reading Flipping through my pages, first person to break it still has pieces So I hope this narrative has a better ending And I admit, I'm not the coolest person And I admit, that I'm very slow at learning And I admit, that the difference was concerning Cause I didn't wanna have another burden Yeah, I really wasn't trying to catch a feeling Yeah, I'm a lover but it's really been a minute Yeah, I put a lot of difference when I am receiving Cause I'm not sure if this has meaning She want me on the low, she got me on the head Doesn't want me for the dough, she want me in a bed She want me for the love, she wanna be the one she want me on the low, she got me on her head Doesn't want me for the dough, she want me in a bed She want me for the love, she wanna be the one Sundogs here with an exciting announcement Starting Friday, November 4th, Sundogs Present Local Vibes will become Dogstar so Dog Stars, where you're going to get the exclusive interviews. Dog Stars, where you're going to get the hottest Minnesota artists, the brightest stars in the Minnesota music scene. Dog Star Podcast across social media is how you can follow us. Your favorite show, Sundogs Present Local Vibes, is just going to be Dog Star now. So you can search Dog Star on YouTube. Follow the channel. Search Dog Star on Spotify. Subscribe to the podcast. Dog star is what you want to know.